On today's second episode of the Cardboard Guru and Collectibles Podcast, we're going to talk about three key rookies in sports cards. 52 Tops Mickey Mantle, 86 Fleer Michael Jordan, and 1989 Upper Deck Ken Griffey Jr. We're also going to look at the vintage landscape and where we can make potential investments. So let's get into it. Okay, so let's start off with the 1952 Tops Mickey Mantle rookie. Number 311. Topps first year back in 1952. Considered the holy grail of all baseball cards and maybe even all sports cards at the moment still. The big thing with early Topps and early baseball cards, they did not mass produce, but kids played with them in their bicycle spokes or their parents threw their collections away as they got older. So... The population reports are very small, which increases the value of almost all the cards back from the 50s and obviously before then. So let's dig into it. There are, on the population report on PSA, there's 35 eights with eight qualifiers. There's only six nines with two qualifiers. And for 10 grade, Gem mint condition, there are only three examples, which is crazy. So the 8's prices back in 08, it sold for $100,000. In 2017, it sold for $660,000. And in 2020, $428,000. So that's not bad for an 8. For a 9, back in 2006... Sold for two hundred eighty-two thousand, and in twenty eighteen, sold for two point eight million. Remember, there's only six examples of that of that card, and for the tens, there's not any listed on the PSA app, but I'm sure there's some on the auction website. So if a nine sold for two point eight million a couple of years ago, I would assume the tens are worth ten million, fifteen million, maybe twenty million. So, that is ridiculous. So, moving on, let's get into the Fleer Jordan, 1986. There are 7,648 eights, 2,738 nines, and for tens, there's 316. Now, for the qualifiers, for the eights, 615 out of the 7,648. For the nines, 379 out of 2,738. So again, qualifiers are, look on your grading sheet for PSA, 1 to 10. Qualifiers are off-center, stain. There's about 7 or 8 different qualifiers. So it definitely lowers the grade because there's some sort of issue with the card. So when you're investing and when you're buying... Check out for the look out for the qualifiers because if you're trying to sell it or buy it, you might get a better deal when buying, but when you're trying to resell it, you might might not get what you want. Okay, so let's talk about Ken Griffey Jr.'s rookie 1989 upper deck. For graded nines, there's 24,803 with 308 qualifiers. For grade 10, 3,884, so a big differential there. 
for nines, the value is probably around $265. For tens in 2008, you could get the card for under $500. And just now in 2020, the value has risen up to around $2,000. So now that we've talked about those three cards, let's just take a look as an overview to the other sport, just all the sports in general, baseball, football, basketball, hockey. So in baseball, you know, you got Willie Mays, Mantle, Ernie Banks, Al Kaline, Hank Aaron, Sandy Koufax, Roberto Clemente, Pete Rose, I know that's controversial, Yastrzemski, Frank Robinson, Bob Gibson, all of those guys in the 50s, except for, you know, Rose and Yaz were in the 60s. But all of those cards are very highly valuable so you want to look at for baseball you know it's kind of hard to get the Gaudis and the t206s and all the um, tobacco cards are very expensive but the 50s i would say jump on them now if you can and the 60s because 10 15 20 years from now they're going to be maybe double because you're looking at what is it 2020 so you're looking at 60 70 years old right now so t206s are like 110 years old so another 20 years 10 20 years those cards from the 50s they're going to be almost 100 years old so keep an eye on that and as we transition into like football and basketball same thing you know the for basketball like Dr. J, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, uh, Kareem, all those guys, their values are starting to go up now, but 10, 15, 20 years from now, it's going to be crazy. You know, you got your Michael Jordans and your Steph Currys and LeBron and KD and, you know, Luca and stuff like that, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now will be pretty good, pretty solid, but... All the stuff from the 50s and the 60s and the 70s for basketball, the vintage is already going up. So you want to key in on that stuff now. As far as football goes, same idea. Football is a little bit different because individuals in football, the only ones that really have any value is quarterbacks. Basketball and baseball are more individual sports. You don't see them as teams so much. Football is the ultimate team sport. So defensive backs and defensive linemen, offensive linemen, you're not going to really see those values go up for those guys. Um, like Daryl Green, stuff like that. You know, Ronnie Lott. There'll be a little bit of value to them, but it's more of like the receivers are starting to go up now. Running backs, receivers, quarterbacks, that's it. Montana, Unitas, Barkstar. Guys like that, Peyton Manning, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Marshall Falk, you know, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, once again, quarterbacks. So focusing on all the vintage stuff, and then hockey as well. You know, you got Gretzky, Gordie Howe, Bobby Orr, those cards are really valuable now. So obviously that's going to be more higher end stuff. But Mario Lemieux, you know, Steve Iserman. You know, and then Sidney Crosby, Ovechkin, Connor McDavid, you know, and then some of the newer guys, the rookies. But, you know, who knows still with those guys. But, you know, Crosby, Ovechkin, 
get in on those guys now because 10 years from now, those guys will be going way up. So maybe what we'll do in the coming episodes, we'll dive into each sport and we'll go by decade and we'll break down the rookies and the players in each de decade so you have a good overview and a good detailed description of what decade to look at in which sport. And that way we can break down the different tops, bowmen, upper deck, whatever it is, and the grades. And then we can really dissect, you know, and pinpoint where you can take advantage of some prices that are not too, you know, super high right now. Okay, so with all the sports to keep an eye on and the decades and the rookies, there's a lot to get into. So we will get into that coming up, but just... For another topic, uh, YouTube channels, you know, they talk about a lot of the modern stuff, the day-to-day -day tracking, you know, card ladder, market movers tool on Sports Card Investor. All those tools are great, but once again, without hobby knowledge and understanding what you're doing, what you're looking for, knowing the market, that's what it all comes down to. So it's very important to just read, 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 like Gary Vee said. He spent 80 hours before he even got back into investing and buying anything. And that's all good for newcomers and for most of us that have just gotten back into it or have been actively in it for the past 20 years, 30 years. You know, it's good to stay refreshed on everything because, like I said, Twitter, social media, you know about these athletes' lives 24-7 what their business ventures are. We have athletes coming into the sports card market and to just keep an eye out and to read and follow stuff on social media. Uh, not too crazy on social media, but just have somewhat an idea of the news. You know, if you follow sports all the time in the seasons and the playoffs, you'll be fine. But try not to get too caught up into the YouTube channels. Um, they're very good reference points. Uh, a lot of good information, but, you know, you need to do this on your own, too. You need to read and research, not just go by what somebody tells you. You have to have that solid understanding for short-term and long-term. And I hope my listeners out there are thinking of long-term. I think a lot of the stuff is long-term. Trying to flip and do everything short-term is very, very tricky. And if you're lucky, hey, you might make a little, and you might get the right rookie, and sell it at the right time but you could also sell too early or at the wrong point where it's not very high or it goes higher so it's very tricky with that so let's try to have fun with this let's try to invest long term enjoy our collections enjoy collecting enjoy what we buy and not regret it so it's very important that we have that understanding Coming up on the third episode of the Cardboard Guru and Collectibles podcast, we're going to dive into the 1950s, baseball, football, basketball, and hockey, the key players, the key rookies. So thanks for listening, and have a great day. We'll catch you next time. Adios. Today on episode 3 of the Cardboard Guru and Collectibles Podcast, we're going to dive into the 1950s in sports cards, baseball, basketball, football, and hockey. So let's get started.